today's Leading Women episode 392 with the wonderful Kathy Steck. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Podcast your passion. Yes, did you know you can podcast your passion, make a difference, and make money talking about what you love talking about? That's how I get to do what I'm doing, talking to wonderful women every day. Here are today's leading women. Want to learn how I did it? Go to podcastyourpassion.com. That's www.podcastyourpassion.com. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Kathy Steck. Kathy Steck is the owner and creator of Dinerware, a line of stylish and dignified clothing protectors that give dignity to elders around the world. Inspired by the comment, adults don't want to wear bibs, Kathy tapped into her creative juices and went out to create a stylish scarf that protects your clothes from food spills. An industrial engineer by degree and plant manager during her 22-year career in manufacturing, Kathy is now fulfilling her dream of being a designer. A solopreneur, mompreneur, and just plain entrepreneur, she's learned that you can do whatever you put your mind to and that patience and persistence are the keys to making it work. Giving up is not an option. For more information, visit www.dinerware.com. Women of the world, Miss Kathy Steck, welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie, and thanks for that great intro. Yes, I'm delighted to have you on the show, and I love this idea that you have out there, this product that you put out there, brilliant idea, and I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Dinerware. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call it on. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment and time about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind the niche? Well, I started out with that, you know, basic need to earn income for my family. And so I was going to make adult bibs. Um, thought I'd just make them, sell them and, and start making some money. But uh, came across this wonderful comment, adults don't want to wear bibs which I find to be really the magical moment for me because it flipped my thinking and forced me to get more creative and, um, and come up with a new design, make something fresh for the market. Um, so having created a stylish scarf, I am kind of getting off the beaten track and because it's stain resistant, machine washable, um, it's not just any scarf and with our population growing, um, and I think everybody's heard of Alzheimer's by now. So there's definitely a need. Um, and so it's, the timing has been just right. 
the need in the market and what I've designed have come together. And now we're selling dinerware around the world, like you said. Yes, and what a beautiful story. And I love that you have this one out there because for our listeners out there, especially who are still on the idea phase or not sure yet, this is how, you know, this is a common theme here at Tracy the Women because more often our idea comes from feeling that need, you know, find, and finding a solution for it. Like, for example, with Kathy, she found that need for providing alternative uh, for elders, for example, uh, not, not wearing bibs, but, but this beautiful um, uh, clothing that you put out to prevent spillage, for example. So that's how an idea often comes about. Great that you've shared that one with us and what an inspiring uh, story that one is. But what continues to inspire you doing this business? Um, I'll tell you what, it's the, it's the customers. Um, when I first started out doing trade shows and, and people would look and they'd see the scarf on the mannequin. And then when they realized that it was actually a bib, their faces would light up. And that was the, that was the thrill for me is to know that, um, I was helping people, giving dignity to people, um, especially, you know, caregivers get it. They want to give dignity to um, people they're helping instead of those ugly terry cloth bibs they could wear an elegant scarf and still be protecting their clothes so it was exciting to hear things like that's the best idea ever and what a genius idea and I wish I had thought of that and for me it was you know my I did think of that moment yes I mean nothing fulfills or makes us happy other than receiving great feedback from our happy customers because of what we're putting out there, because of what we're providing them. You know, when we when we are impacting their lives, when they come back to us smiling, happy, because they are f- happy with what we're putting out there, that it's truly what fulfills us or what truly inspires us in business. So great that you shared that one with us. But let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this idea or that turned this inspiration into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? Um, I think three things, being a problem solver, being action oriented, um, listening and learning. And I'll add to that being resourceful. Um, the business started but with problem solving, taking the comment, the negative comment, adults don't want to wear bibs and turning it into finding a new solution for people. So problem solving and every day in the business, you're solving problems. And so um, that's a real important trait. Being action oriented, you have to make decisions. Um, Sometimes that can be scary and fear can be paralyzing, but when you do make a decision, it's very freeing, but that's not saying make rash decisions. That's gathering as much information as you can and then moving forward, just making a decision, moving forward. And then you evaluate how things work out and you adjust accordingly. So it's just keep moving forward, keep moving forward. And I think um, listening and learning is really important. Being a perpetual student, you never know where you're going to get information from. I think um, every entrepreneurs starting out should watch Shark Tank, not for its entertainment value, but for listen to the questions that the sharks are asking those entrepreneurs 
and ask yourself all those same questions. Um, it actually made a huge, one of their questions made a huge impact on my business and helped me really turn the corner to profitability. And then, of course, being resourceful is if you need something, dig until you find it. Wow. So being a problem solver, action-oriented, continuously listening and learning, being resourceful, great personal qualities or traits that um, Kathy just shared with us. And the good news is that we can all cultivate and adopt these traits in our lives or in our business building activities. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get to those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges building a business? And what have, how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? Um, I think, I think this is a challenge that any business has and that's being found, um, having your customers find you, um, you know, this day and age, everybody has to have a website, but having a website, it's not, if you build it, they will come. You need to know how to get them to come to you. I had help early on building my website and starting my business and nobody talked to me about search engine optimization. And that's actually what I had learned from watching Shark Tank and listening to them. And when I realized um, that how important it was, I went out and got a book. I implemented changes to my website and found immediate got immediately immediate results for people to start finding me. And that was a very big hurdle for my business. Um, I also ran into early, you know, when I had done some early shows that were not caregiver oriented. Um, people love the idea. 96% of the people were, you know, going crazy over what a great idea was it was and saying, you know, they needed one, their aunt needed one, their husband needed one, but they weren't buying it. Um, we have a special challenge here at Dinerware to get people over that hurdle of admitting that they actually do spill when they eat. Um, so pride kind of gets in the way. But I think some of that's going to come with time. Um, but it taught me to focus on my primary market first and gain the traction in my primary market instead of chasing after the people who are still resistant to it. Um, it's more efficient use of my time. Um, and then I also had the challenge of starting out with very limited funds, which meant that I had to be the jack of all trades. Um, I couldn't go out and hire the masters. Um, so I, uh, that's where being resourceful comes in. That's where I tapped into the Small Business Administration to learn a lot and get help. I got counseling through them, which really was an important part of me getting my business very uh, started on a solid ground. And now that I'm gaining traction and having some more funds, now I'm going out and hiring somebody to up my website and, and and help me with some other things. All but right. all, those, mm -hmm. all those challenges are workable. You just that's where being resourceful and working through them comes in. Yes, and yes, I mean, I love that you've shared these uh, challenges that you have experienced with us because we can all learn from each other. And yet, this is a 
you know, a challenge that we all face, regardless of what business you have, getting your word out there, being found organically or locally, for example. And especially in, in our in our era nowadays, where, where everyone is online, we really have to find a way to get found through the internet. So, and there are ways to do this one, like what Kathy just shared with us, search engine optimization, meaning you have to optimize your site so that people will find you or your products are going to get found by people that are your target market. And of course, focusing on your ideal client, your primary target. Forget those uh, people that are not your ideal client. That's why it's really important for our listeners to really understand how and who is it that you want to serve? Who are this small group of people? Who are these people that you want to serve and that are really going to be be benefiting from your product and focus on them? And of course, starting with limited uh, fans, I mean, I'm sure not not many of us started with unlimited funds out there. So we really have to be resourceful in getting our business up and running and be prepared financially for it as well. But the good news is that when we are sharing these challenges with each other, we learn from how we're able to overcome them. And what lessons that Kathy just shared with us, we can all learn from it. So we know what to do when this one happens to us. Great lesson there. Now, I'd love to switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create the work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? I think it's all a matter of prioritizing and balancing your priorities, which will shift from day to day. Um, I always think of myself as that plate spinner from from the uh, Ed Sullivan show where the man had the long sticks and he was spinning plates on all these long sticks and he had about 10 of them going at the same time. And as an entrepreneur and a mother and a daughter and, and all these other things and a wife, um, that's what I'm doing. So I always do put people as a priority. So some days I will, you know, the balance will be 60% family and 40% business. Other days it might be 90% business and 10% family. And the beauty of having my own business and having flexibility with that business allows me to take those chunks of time and shift them around. So, for example, I recently had uh, my aunt was very sick and in the hospital and she needed the rest of us, our family, to help care for her. So I would take time to go be with and help her. That meant that late at night, I was filling orders and taking care of business. I was getting up a little earlier to to fill some more orders and take care of some things before I left for the day. So it's juggling things around, Um, finding time to carve out the niche to eat healthy is, is what keeps you going. So you have to allow yourself those times. Um, A couple of specific tools Um, Because I don't always get a chance to exercise. Of course, I would love to. I got what's called a very desk. And it sits on top of your desk and it raises and lowers. So I now stand for most of my day in in lieu of exercise. 
and that's been wonderful. I love it. And I, and it's nice because you have the flexibility of moving it up and down. It wasn't very expensive. It was only a few hundred dollars um, and a great investment. And I also follow the list producer who reminds me to make lists to keep myself efficient. So it's just, you know, keeping everything going, understanding that everything's going to take a little longer. And then there's those moments when you have to give yourself a break and take some time out and relax and recharge. Yes. Wow. I love those uh, tips that you've shared with us in terms of this work-life balance that we all are, I'm sure, are challenged with because I myself are challenged with it on a daily basis. But there are ways on how to deal with them. I like what Kathy just shared with us. It's all about prioritizing, making those lists uh, to make yourself efficient, taking advantage of the flexibility that having your own business affords you because you can work maybe long hours one day and the next day you can be off to take care of something or your family. And I love that you have mentioned about the Veritas because I am a big fan of it. I I use a similar kind also that I can stand because I cannot tolerate sitting long time um, myself. And it's really helpful for you to for that circulation as well. So, so you're not sitting for long periods of time that strains your back. So it's really important to find this ergonomic um, tools out there that we can use to maximize our health and maximize our physical well-being as well. Really helpful uh, for to have that one at home, especially if you are working a lot at home. Great tips there. Now, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well and where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, we'd like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? I think in everything I've done, even when I was a plant manager, I wanted to make a difference. And so, um, you know, in that production environment, it, making a difference meant making the work life better for everybody who worked there, making a profit for the business, improving um, the bottom line. Same thing for my business, improving the bottom line it makes me feel successful because I'm accomplishing a goal, having made a, a profitable business, one that you know, has tons of potential to keep going. Um, and then, and, and because I'm doing a, making a product that is making a difference in people's lives, that's very satisfying at the same time, keeping the balance and with my family, um, is important. Ultimately, I would like to get to the place where the business, I can actually step away from the business and not take it with me when I go on vacation and, that means providing jobs for other people and helping the economy in a, in a bigger way. Yes, love your perspective on uh, success. I mean, success is about making a difference with what it is that you are putting out there, both for your business and your personal life. Yes, I truly agree that the true essence of success is about the intangible benefits of being in business. You know, when we know that what we're putting out there is impacting people's lives, I believe that that's what really makes us happy at the end of the day. So great perspective on that. 
Now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be, especially to those who want to follow your footsteps. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? And, you know, I, I hate to sound cliche, but everything, everybody says when you start out, write a business plan. And having gone through it, um, I really now understand the importance of value and value of that is writing out a plan because it forces you to really think through your idea. It forces you to really think through who your market is and how big that market is to know if it's big enough to sustain a business and provide you with the income you need. It, it forces you to think about how, how you're going to go about doing all the aspects of the business. So writing a business plan is, is really crucial. When I was in consulting, we would say, plan the work and work the plan. And that is what the business plan is. You plan the business and then work the business. Um, with that, you need to trust your gut and listen to your gut as you dig in deeper and deeper into this business. And you need to be honest with yourself. Is it really what people are clamoring for? I was lucky when I went out and started finding out, is there a market for this? And that was the best first piece of advice I got from my small business administration counselor. He said, go out and talk to people and see if they, there's a need for it. Um, and I was lucky because there definitely is. Um, be ready to say it's not quite what people are looking for. It would, if it would be a struggle, be ready to let go and move to something else. You know, if I had stuck with adult bibs and ignored the common adults don't want to wear bibs, I don't, I think I'd be struggling right now trying to, to earn an income. But when I listen to that and let go of one thing to grab onto another, um, it made the world of difference. And then being resourceful. Um, finding help and mentors. It's wonderful. I was, I was very lucky too. When I tapped into the small business administration, it's a wonderful resource for people, not only people starting out, but people who already have businesses. If you're struggling in some aspect of it, you, you can turn to them and get help to sort out whatever problems you're dealing with. Um, it's, it's a, I, I recommend that resource to everyone. And then just be patient and persistent and work around your obstacles and keep going. Wow, I was so hooked into listening to every word that you just shared because those are brilliant ideas that we can all take action on today, brilliant tips that we can all take action on today. So let me just summarize them again for our listeners. The first one is to write a business plan, whether that be an online business or an offline business, you really have to 
create a business plan. I would struggle with this myself, but like what Kathy just shared with us, it really forces you to think about your idea, the profitability, the viability of your idea. Is there a market for it? Are people looking for this one? Are, are people willing to pay for this? Are people um, wanting to want this idea or this product you want to put out of this? It's really important to create that plan, sit down and, and make time for it. And of course, to listen to your gut, but also listen to the feedback from others. Put your idea out there and get the idea, uh, get feedback from other people, especially the target clients that you want to to get feedback from. Be resourceful, just like what Kathy said as well. Finding mentors, there are a lot of resources out there that we can tap into, both online and offline. Big fun of great. Uh, having a mentor, especially for people out there who are just starting out. I know it could be a stretch finding a mentor, but I couldn't stress enough of of this. Getting a mentor really helps you shortcut shortcut that learning curve, getting you from point A to point B a a whole lot faster than you're going to do it your own. And of course, to be patient and persistent. I mean, building a business is not going to be just overnight. Be in it for a long haul. It takes energy it takes your effort it takes time it takes your drive and passion to build this business so stick with it and be in it for the long haul great takeaways there great tips that we can all take action on today so i'll make sure to have this on our show notes now last but not the least uh, kathy i'd love for you to share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service where they can get it and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you and then we'll end from there um, it, you know what? It's dignity is the ultimate um, benefit of the cravat by Dinerware. And it's for anybody who has a knack for spills. I, I always say, who amongst us hasn't spilled? I keep one in the car. So when I'm having coffee on the way some to a meeting or to a show, I don't walk in with some brown stain because I inevitably will spill my coffee. So it's, it's style and class and dignity. Um, our, all our styles are at dinerware.com. It's D-I-N-E-R-W-E-A-R.com. And we have a contact page. We'd love people to come visit us and hope people watch for our new and updated website. All right, so that's dinerware.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go there now, dinerware.com. Check out their products that Kathy and her company is putting out there, especially for our elderly, for anyone out there that you think will be helpful to have this um, scarf uh, for them. Please, I highly encourage you to jump in. Get somebody, get something as a gift, for example. Uh, it's, this is a really helpful um, uh, product that you can give to anyone. Uh, you can give to anyone, especially for our elderly, and that would preserve their dignity, uh, yeah, just like what Kathy just shared with us. So I highly encourage you to go there now, dinerware.com. And can they purchase this apart from your website or especially for our international audiences? Yes. Yeah, they can always call 631-371-1844 to order. All right, so that's 631-371-1844 to order for our international uh, audiences out there. Their website is dinerware.com, or you can call them at 631-371-1844. 
And by the way, for our listeners out there, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Kathy Steck or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, the link is dinerware.com. Kathy, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you. It was a pleasure talking with you. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg.